It's the Song and Dance Podcast with Michael and Rachel. Hello and welcome to the Song and Dance Podcast. I'm your host, Michael, and with me today is a returning uh, guest. Um, it is Montana's own uh, Jonah Prill. What's up, Michael? Hey. We had we had uh, Jonah on the uh, about like I think it was two weeks before your um, before your um, thing your 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 show. I think it was. I think yeah. it was about it was about two weeks. And yeah. two weeks after you're here. Yeah, yep. <laughs> yeah, um, sticking to it. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, how was the the experience? It was great. It, it was one of the best experiences of, of my life. It was most fast paced, but gosh, comforting, comforting is the wrong word, but, you know, being there and being in, you know, kind of being thrown in the fire, you know, we're we're not really sure of what to do, but the crew and all the artists did such a great job, you know, making sure we were comfortable and knew what we were doing. So I never felt uncomfortable. I only know the uh, rehearsal process for uh, Eurovision, Mm -hmm. Um, but so how was the um, rehearsal process for um the show it was great it was not easy and you know we we kind of ramped up through the week so it was the first part of the week we'd start out just in a just in a big room just in a big room with some choreo- choreography people and we'd kind of kind of do what they would call dry blocking so you know on the floor we have taped out where the stage would be and what it would like look like and just kind of you know run through it and play our song over a bluetooth speaker we did that it was great and fun and then we the next day we got to walk out onto the stage and, you know, hold the mic, but the mic wasn't on and we weren't supposed to sing. You know, we just kind of run through our song, just kind of like how we did the previous day, but actually on the stage this time. Then the next day, you know, like with this slow ramp up, the next day our mics would be on. We'd kind of be, you know, testing out wardrobe. Our band would be there. And now it's, you know, now it's kind of on. Now we're kind of actually doing it. We just kind of kept ramping that up through the week and we'd end up you know, doing full-blown rehearsals before the actual live show. So was it a, um, since, were you rehearsing since like Tuesday or like that Wednesday of the, before the show? I think we started dry blocking on Wednesday prior to the following Monday live episode. So it, we kind of started later in the, later in the week. Cause we had, we had plenty of other, gosh, other, other things and other work to do besides even rehearsing and, and being on stage. So there was, we had, we had to get some stuff out of the way first and then, then we got to the real work rehearsing. So I, 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 I just remembered how um, last time we talked, um, I was saying that um, the producer would have a uh, fire during your song um so you were you surprised about the uh going on the background or um i guess i was a little surprised because i had i just honestly had no idea and i i just had no idea what to expect and what they had in mind and then when i heard that there was going to be fire i was i was uh, fired up i was like oh my gosh that's cool and I, i didn't really you know i thought you know it'd be little little spurts of flames but these flames and these flamethrowers they had on the back of the stage were huge i mean like 30, 40 foot flames. And there's like 10 of them behind me. So it, it got, it got pretty warm up there on stage, on stage, but it, it was really cool. I mean, I have to ask. So were mm-hmm. you at all nervous t- 
to the point where you did not know what you were doing with your hands during the live show? <laughs> a little bit. Um, I mean, uh, let me preface this. So prior to prior to getting on on stage, you know, be, being backstage for the live show, I really wasn't that crazy nervous. But what happened with my hands is, you know, I'm I'm not crazy experienced. Um, performing on a live stage of that magnitude. You know, I've performed plenty of times on small, small stages, you know, stages that you'd have for a 200, 300 person room, but nothing that's like a, you know, a hundred foot wide and 300 feet long stage. And I remember the, the last rehearsal before the actual live show, they were like, I, I didn't, I didn't do all the hand stuff. I wasn't doing that. And they were like, hey, can you like change it up a little bit? Can you make it bigger and like try to do more with your body? And I was like, um, okay, yeah, sure, whatever. And I was like, all right, I'll do this. And I just like used my hands more and I was like trying to make it bigger. I think, I think what happened was is I had I had they just not said anything on how I should have looked or acted, I I, I would have been fine. But I was like, oh, well, I have to, you know, they they told me to make it bigger. And, you know, they were, they were trying to help. They didn't, of course, know I was, I was going to do all this hand jive and stuff. Uh, but it, it was just kind of random spur of the moment. I didn't, I didn't know what was, what was going on. I was, I was doing my thing, but also trying to accommodate for that. And it didn't, it didn't necessarily mix that well. So I've definitely, well, as, as soon as I saw the footage back, I was like, Oh, I'm not going to do that next time. I for sure won't. Okay. Yeah. That almost answers my uh, next question. Like, is there any, um, as far as you know, it, are is there any uh, changes that's going to be in the semifinal? As far as I know, there won't be any changes. I guess they they let us know that it, it's kind of up to the producer's discretion. So yes, there there can be major changes, huge changes, or no changes at all. It's just producer discretion. Um, in that regard, we don't have much information. So yeah. So all, all you know is that you're not, you can try not to do all those hand movements. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because it was like one of your first like big um, thing. Um, how was like the whole, like, how was the whole experience like with the uh, press and. I mean, the press is fairly easy to me. I mean, cause you know, there's just people there asking you questions and just, answering honestly and you know they don't ask me hard questions you know it's questions that i you know it's kind of a softball underhand up and you know it just feels like talking to someone like like we are now it's just you know just talking and chatting and answering a few questions it's it's nothing crazy other than a big old camera in your face but i don't really i don't really mind it yeah um i saw on, on um on i think it was tiktok that like your your um week had like the most active um tiktok um moving um how was mm-hmm. was all the um videos with the other contestants um was that planned or was just that just spur of the moment like just let's do this very very spur of the moment we we had nothing planned at all um and it, it, as the week progressed, we, we were hanging out with each other more and more as I'm sure the other weeks have too, but, um, our, our week, the second week, us performers and artists, 
really, really had a, had a tight bond. And, and there was just this one day that um, I actually went and found this like delivery garage bay that, that was just like the cement kind of basement building for like trucks to deliver, deliver stuff. And we would go bring our guitars there and jam and sing. So it had great reverb. Nobody really went there. And so we'd all just kind of go and hang out there. And then I, I think it was close to the performance day and we were you know, just kind of celebrating being with each other because we knew, you know, only four, four of us would move on and the rest would have to go home. So we were just enjoying each other's time and, you know, someone whipped out their phone and then we were like, oh yeah, like we can make this video and that video. And then it just developed into like, we did videos for Misa, then we did videos for Jocelyn. We were basically just doing music videos for everyone. And then we did one for me. It was, it was so fun. And we were all just, the, the, the camaraderie was there with all of us. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, you you could see that on on mm-hmm. the videos. Like, part of me thought it was just uh, NBC saying, "Like, okay, you're together in a room, go. We have to yep, yeah, do that this." Was, yeah, that was all us. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. Um, so the live show. Um, I know. I think in last week they started doing the um live jury results during the show um Mm -hmm. how how was it for you um how was it um being in the uh uh, green room and just not knowing what your fate was in terms in terms of the uh, jury um it was it was far more nerve-wracking than than performing and that that was the same same way for me and all of the other artists in, in my episode and I, i've heard that from the other artists in the other episodes too it, it's you know it, it's kind of like the moment you know the moment that you find out if if your song if your performance um move on to the next stage which is which is why we're all there and that's a really big deal so performing for us you know that's it's what we do but it's it's just far more nerve-wracking when it's that moment that you are there to find out. And it's that moment when your friends are, you know, somebody's got to go home. Knowing that is is kind of sad. And that that's exactly what we felt. My my immediate reaction when, when I heard Montana was moving on was like, of course, like, oh my gosh, I'm so excited and like so humbled to move on. But the same at the same time, it was like, oh my gosh. I have to stay here. Like, I don't have to stay here, but like my friends don't get to come along with me from, from the episode. That was, that was an also an immediate feeling. What did you think about the jury winner of, of your episode? Oh, we didn't, we never got to meet the jury. No, no. I'm like, no. How did you think about the um, jury winner? Um, I think was, I want to say. Oh, uh, um, Jordan, Jordan Smith. Yeah. In yeah. Kentucky. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I think that that vote is is very well deserved, and he's an insane vocalist. I mean, like he very well earned and deserved that that jury vote. I mean, because who else could have had a better a better pass onto the semifinals than, than someone that can <laughs> out sing the whole competition? I mean, I, I'm praising Jordan right now, but he he truly is such a nice guy, and amazing vocalist, and his song is great. So we were all, you know, of course we're all bummed like, Oh my, uh, my song didn't get the jury vote. But at the same time, it's like, well, I mean, yeah, of course that makes sense. Jordan, Jordan got it. Of course that makes sense. How did you feel about, um, what, well, actually what was your reaction when, um, they, 
when they revealed the uh, jury vote and you were third in, in the um, standing? <laughs> uh, relieved. I was relieved and also not surprised. Surprised is not the wrong word, but like, I, I want to keep saying like humbled, like, oh my gosh, like, wow, that's a really, that's a really great feeling. Okay. Like what I'm doing is, you know, the hard work I'm putting in is, is translating and, and, you know, I think my song is really good. And so to have that validated with, with, a jury of, of 56, you know, Titans in the industry, so to speak, is very validating. Uh, since we had the uh, other like four episodes, um, is there a song that you're excited to go up against or like, or, or, or afraid to go up against? You know, I guess I'm, I'm not excited nor afraid to go up against another song. It, it's, it's almost a bummer though. Cause like most of these artists are my friends now. And like, I love their songs. I listen to their songs now all the time. So it's like, wow, I have to like use my song to compete against this artist and their song who I like and that I like listening to. So it's a very odd dynamic in feeling that none of us have experienced before. It, it's, it's very strange. Um, there's there's no particular song that I'm like, oh, I can I can beat this song or there's no particular song that I'm like, oh, this song will beat mine for sure. It's just very it's 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 subjective. You know, we're 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 doing these songs and performing these songs to America. And it's truly what does America like? Who who comes across best in their performance? It's it's not me versus the other artists. It's who can who can perform best for or who who does oh gosh what am i trying to say like like whose performance is best received by america so it's just our jobs to go do the best that we can and i expect all the other artists to do the best the best that they can because it, it wouldn't be fun without that and it's just whoever's song performance is best well received by america and the jury what was your initial reaction that you were going to you you're gonna go up against um, Macy Gray um, in your week. Oh, I was I was just fanboying over that. Like I really? was like, oh my god! It it didn't even really occur to me that like going uh, in quotes against Macy Gray. It was just more of like, oh my gosh, Macy Gray is here! I get to meet Macy Gray. <laughs> That's pretty much the only reaction I had. And now you can. Uh, there is a chance that you can uh, meet Michael Bolton. That's right. That's yeah. right. <laughs> I don't want to ask, like, how do you think about all, all of the songs? But, like, um, mm-hmm. for the legacy artists like Michael Bolton, um, Jewel, mm-hmm. um, and Macy Gray, and um, I, I think it was uh, Crystal Method was the legacy artist mm-hmm. for the last one. Um, what do you think about their songs? I think they're great. I, I enjoyed, I really enjoyed being in the room when Macy was performing her song. Um, I got to be there in LA. I didn't get to watch physically in person Jewel's performance, but I also loved her performance along with Chris Method and Michael Bolton. Seeing them perform their music that they've performed, you know, not for so long, but they are legacy artists. It, it, it's, it's a very neat feeling and just almost feels like we're at one of their shows. Um, <laughs> I remember... Um, Snoop uh, 
thought was just vibing to your song and he had uh, comments mm-hmm. after after your performance how how did that feel that like you knew um a a a legendary artist like Snoop Dogg is like vibing to your song that was uh that was like a bucket list like a lifelong bucket list thing i got to check off the check off the list so that was really cool i i, I got to chat with him a little bit after after the show and yeah, he dug the song and he's a cool dude too. I mean, we just got to hang out, you know, like kind of outside of music. And that's, that's always really great. Didn't know how tall he was. He's a tall dude. And so am I. When, when someone is taller than me, I'm like, Oh, you know, I paid, <laughs> you know, I'm like, I noticed that he's a pretty tall dude. So nice. So nice. Like so I can't wait, wait to get to hang with him and Kelly, Kelly again, they're just salt to the earth. Such sweet, sweet people. I'm running out of questions because like, <laughs> there's there's a part of me that wants to like have you spill all all the um gossip of like all the bad gossip but i can't like even think of any anything to like ask um at the and- same time though there's there hasn't really been any bad gossip like it the whole time it was like i was literally if you want to break it down i was hanging out with my direct competition for an entire week and not once did it ever feel like that to me. I don't, I don't think it felt like that to, to my fellow artists. I mean, because we truly did become really great friends. We, we had so much time to spend with each other that, you know, it, it would have been silly to, um, you know, like spread this rumor or like just or like not hang out with this person because their song is better or like whatever you could, you could imagine. It, it was so much more fun to hang out with them as as a person as people and truly be friends and of course you know like we had the artist side of it too you know we we took the guitars down to that garage bay and we're jamming and we were seriously like having such a blast we'd like make a circle and you know someone would be like doing a loop of chords for like five minutes and everyone's like chiming in like kind of rapping and like making lyrics as we go like well i think we wrote like two or three songs in the time that we were doing that just having fun with each other and i'm sure i'm sure it was the same in in probably different probably a, in a different facet for the for the other the weeks and the other artists i i've seen a bunch of camaraderie and tiktok videos or you know just other things supporting that kind of same friendship vibes from from the other weeks so it, it's good to see that it wasn't just us and it's everybody because everyone's just such great people that is part of that yeah I mean, are we going to see a a a collab um, song soon? We might, we might. We've all kind of talked about it. Uh, Chloe Fredericks and I, uh, North Dakota, she's in the semifinals as well. We we definitely became really close. Um, she's an awesome, awesome girl, awesome artist too, an amazing singer. And we 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 meant to write a song together while we were down there, but then you know it was my rehearsal, then her rehearsal. And we had to go do this and that, and we didn't really have the time to like sit down and actually write a song, but we, you know, we live right next to each other. We're just like three hours away from where we actually live. So we're like, yeah, we're going to write some songs together. Of course. And of course, you know, there's Broderick from, from Kansas. And even, even some of the people that did get voted off, like we, you know, it, it was kind of like a networking thing. Cause you're, you're in with all these other people in the industry and of course i'd take that opportunity and and stay friends and and get together after the show and, and write or or help each other with connections there those those doors are always open oh that i mean i'm happy to hear that because i'm 
I wouldn't be surprised if I hear a a a song from you, um, uh, Chloe and um, King Coyote. Oh yeah, yep. You guys all have like I want to say you're like in the same like genre, and mm -hmm. I think I think all you got guys combined would make a just a epic um song. Yeah, I I agree. In fact, actually, we kind of talked about that. So that's funny that you brought that up. Well, I hope I, I hope so. I hope that's going to be uh, true in, in a couple of years now from now. Mm -hmm. Same. Same. Yep. Um, so, uh, yeah. Uh, thank you for coming back. <laughs> of course. Anytime. Yeah. Anytime. Awesome. Yeah. Well, cool. I hope I get to come back after uh, this next episode. I hope I get to move on to the final round. That'd be great. Hey guys, this is Jonah Pro representing Montana and the American Song Contest with Fired Up. You're listening to the Song and Dance Podcast with Michael and Rachel. You can subscribe to the Song and Dance Podcast on the podcast app of your choice. Leave a review and please subscribe.